Hey entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Hey everyone, welcome to Win the Hour, Win the Day. I am your host, Chris Ward, and today we have Kristen Molinar, and I am super excited. She is an entrepreneur enthusiast who lives by the mantra, work less, make more. Boy, oh boy, you know that rings my bell. I'm all about that, right? We talk about that all the time here. She enjoys helping entrepreneurs ditch the vanity metrics for true connections. She is the CEO of Yes Boss, a digital agency that helps entrepreneurs book podcast features so they can generate new leads in just one hour per week. Welcome to the show, Kristen. Thanks for having me, Chris. I'm excited to dive in with you. Okay, so you know what? I have a podcast. I love having it. I have to say it brought me so many more things than I thought originally it would, totally different than what I signed up for. And I I don't know how many podcasts I've been on now. Um, I would say maybe 200. We didn't start keeping track till a while, a deep sort of a few months in because I was so excited the first one I got on. I thought that was it. Like, oh, I got on one, yay. And then I got on two. Well, isn't this fantastic? And so when we realized this was going to be consistent, then we started keeping track. So I would say easily in the last year, I did 200 episodes and and met some phenomenal people. So why don't you dive in and tell our listeners, why should they be on a podcast? What, what's start there? Yeah, there's one simple rule or one simple reason I would say that people need to be on podcasts. And that is because you need to meet more people in places of influence to grow your business. So a lot of people think about being a podcast guest is either just PR, which PR means, you know, get on a big show so that you have a, you know, big logo to put on your website so that you can increase, you know, how people see you, which yes, that is about being a podcast guest. Then there's the other people that look at it as a marketing strategy. And the marketing strategy says, you know, get on the shows with the biggest audience so that you can, you know, attract large amounts of people. Yes, that also is a reason to be a podcast guest. However, I think when you look at being a podcast guest is just one of those two things, you lose sight of the connection and the impactful connection that happens when you're a podcast guest. So going into being a guest, it's so important to want to connect with the host. Yeah, and I want to jump in there because you know what? I, I really think of myself as a thoughtful, kind human being. (laughs) I am, I am noted in my family for giving really good gifts and, you know, scheming and stuff. So I'd like to think I'm a good person, but the shallow part of me for the longest time, I didn't really truly understand the relationship part because I was just so busy and buried in the work that anything that like, if you didn't have a meeting with me to talk about something specific, that was just interruption, interruption from work. And doing podcasts and now having my own show, I am shocked and horrified that there's people over the years that told me business is all about relationships. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. When, when I work with a client, I want to have a good relationship. That's what I understood it to be, right? But having been on so many podcasts now, I think in the last year, I've been on like 200. I, I didn't even keep track at first because I'm so excited when I got on one, I thought it was lucky. And then I got on two. Oh, I got really lucky. 
So we weren't even keeping track it up front. But what I would say is after I talk to somebody, especially on their podcast or even when they're on mine, it, it's kind of like we end the call and it's like you've been on five dates. Like it really expediates the relationship and it really changes. Like I feel like I don't know how to explain it, but when I've been interviewed by somebody, it's a whole different dynamic. Like when I see them on Facebook, I feel like we, I don't know, spent a day together or something. It does truly change the relationship. It's like somebody's just re- reviewed your whole entire website, literally went, read every single word on your website, gone through a sales call with you and gone through coaching calls with you. Because when you show up appropriately as a podcast guest, you're literally putting everything out on the table. You're talking about your wins, your failures. You're talking about your case studies. You're talking about how yeah. you serve your clients and your methodology. You know, I, I always say to people like, don't leave cliffhangers, put everything on the table, talk about all the things you do. If you can talk somebody into knowing how to do for you, your own job, then you've done your job. Right. Um, so that I think is why that relationship is expedited because I found the same exact thing Mm -hmm. to be true. You know, a lot of people go out and they're looking for joint venture partners, or they're wanting to become a guest speaker invited as a guest expert in all these other arenas. And those are things that happen in addition to generating clients. And I think that those things are what happen when you are focused on establishing relationships with people. That's how you get invited deeper into somebody else's business. And I think those deeper levels are Mm. actually where the real impact happens. You know, I, I could talk to you, Chris, and you could send one person to me that wants to be a client. That's great. But if we could have some kind of collaboration where we're mutually beneficial to one another and we show up in each other's um, communities, and then that ripples out and creates multitudes of clients and multitudes of impact for both of us, those things happen because there's relationship at the, at the center of it, not just because one episode was aired for, you know, 10,000 downloads. Yeah. And so what I really found is the relationship was shockingly very impactful. And I also found for me being on other shows, is it really fine tuned my messaging? Like you could see what people would ask me like, oh, that's a really great point. Or, or they'd say, oh, wow, I never thought of it that way. And you're like, oh, this is okay. Great. Mark that down. Right. So it really helped me uh, craft my message. And it, it, it just, the human part of the interview yield results that I had no idea it would. So what do you think? Yeah. Okay. So people are looking at it as PR or marketing. Okay. That's, that's mistake. Number one. So give us some other, you know, missteps with podcasts, even it's when it's trying to get on a podcast, what do you think people could be doing better entrepreneurs? Well, I think we could talk about the pitch and I know that you've oh, been okay. told that you write a really great pitch. I think that that might be a good conversation to have because I talk to podcast hosts all the time that say Mm. that they get pitched and they think it's really awful. Well, you and I can be a testament that apparently (laughs) I wrote a good enough pitch to be on this show. (laughs) You've written a good enough pitch to be on the shows that you've been on. And so I want to talk about that because I think that that's so important. That's your first impression. One, I think that you've got to lead with service for the other person. How are you going to show up in a way that's going to deliver an episode that's impactful for the podcast host? You know, I see too many people writing pitches that are all about themselves. And what I have to say about that is, yes, Uh. you need to talk about some of your things, but do your accolades drive home a point that you want to make that is going to drive value. If you're talking about a thing and it doesn't hammer home an action step, then I would say that it's probably doesn't belong in your pitch. Well, if I can be, give a humble brag for a minute, because I will tell you what I do. And here's the thing. And I have yet to see anybody do this for me. 
um, is what I do. First of all, this sounds like shockingly simple. And I am surprised that I have to say this out loud, but I cannot believe how many people don't do this is I do my homework. So step number one, I listen to the episode, right? And then I send a video and I explain to them what I liked about their episode, what I thought, and you know why I think you, them, you know, I say to them, you and I can have a really meaty conversation and here's what I'm about. And I talk about that at the end. But there's so many, oh my gosh, I got one just last week. This is hilarious. So you get all these people from somebody's assistant, the virtual assistants and all this stuff, which I'm all about having assistants and a team, but you can't just, it's, it's like a resume letter. You can't just say back in the day, oh, I saw your job posting. I think I'm really good fit. Like there's, it's so generic, right? So I get these generics. We've, oh, we really love what you're doing with your show. They don't even list my show, whatever. Oh, yeah. Now, last week I got an email where at the top, you can see the, the filler didn't fill in my name properly. So it had, oh boy. Yeah. So it had this square where my name was supposed to go. And I'm like, okay, so good luck with that. Right. <laughs> so I also think too, as my, one of my PR coaches back in the day, right in the beginning, she said, being in business is not enough right? Like when I wrote my first book, everyone told me that it was really good. I got like, this is different. It's refreshing. It really changed how I saw business. So I, my pitch was like, well, people tell me it's a really good book. And she's like, yeah, who cares? There's a whole bunch of good movies, good books. Like who cares? Right. So I had to learn how to change that. So you really do. First of all, this sounds fundamentally, I don't know if people are even listening anymore because this sounds like such a stupid thing to have to tell somebody, but you have to do your homework. You can't just reach out to a bunch of people and say, here's why I'm excellent. I was on all these things. I did all these amazing things. And I feel like saying, wonderful, have a good life. I'm so happy you're doing amazing. It has nothing to do with me or my show. Can I offer another suggestion about how to do homework and how to sh like sure. cut doing the homework? So when you talk about um, listening to episodes and creating video messages, I know that that's hugely impactful, but in my mind, I go, oh, that's a lot of work. <laughs> if I'm just being honest, I'm like, yeah, yeah, whoa, yeah. that's a lot. So we have discovered a shortcut that really okay. helps us figure out that we have found a podcast host that's in alignment with the message that we have to offer. And that is following an influencer path. So the way that I do it is I find someone else who has a message that's either complimentary or aligns with my message in some way. So, you know, at the foundation, my business is a, talking to entrepreneurs. We're done for you service. And I know that, that a lot of people listening offer, you know, their product product offerings. So I'm a done for you service. So I want to follow, find people who are talking about delegation they're talking about working less, making more. They're wanting to talk about processes, maybe even passive income, all the things that attract people that want to offload work from their plate, right? Because that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm bringing in. Okay. So I find people that have already hit the, you know, uh, podcast circuit. Like for example, for me, James Shramko is a really big podcaster. His message is work less, make more. That's like my mantra. I love that thing. Okay. So what I do is I find where are all the places that James Shramko has been featured? Okay. Obviously oh. people that have had James Shramko on his podcast, they like the message and they have an oh. audience that likes the message, work less, make more. So then that narrows my pool of people to the people that have already featured somebody with a complimentary message. And then we have a smaller pool to start betting from. Okay. I'm going to tell you the truth. Cause that's the only way I know what it does. As you're talking, I was thinking, <laughs> I was not think like, I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to your story and we're going to share a different perspective, but I didn't expect to buy in. I was like, that's a nice story. Let's see where it goes. Da -da, da -da. Oh, okay. So 
I think you're taking a step back for, for what I would say is what, you know, it's still though, when you find that list of people, it shows he's been on you. I would assume though, you've listened to the show before you are on it or approach them. Well, I'll be honest. <gasps> we you don't. Nope. Nope. I know you're going to hate me. And I hate when I have to say this when, when podcast hosts tell me explicitly. However, I will qualify this and say before I ever do an interview with somebody, yes, I have listened. I don't want to show okay. up and be like, oh, Chris, yeah, I'm amazing. Okay. I've never listened to your podcast. That would be awful. <laughs> okay. But before I send a pitch, no, because my assistant are doing all my pitching for me. They're okay. looking at the topics and they're looking at who you've previously featured to see if there's alignment there. And okay. I send over, I, yeah, we can unpack that more because I feel like, yeah. More so, there. but I think what happens is, okay, so I'm a little bit more, and I'm going to, I was going to, this sentence is not going to sound nice, but I'm a little bit more committed to that than you are. So one is though, I will tell you, and I think though, what you're saying is you do the homework, you just do it at different points in the funnel. Okay. Because right, right. I'm all about a team, a hundred percent. I just think that my personality, when you want me to be on a podcast, I do a video because that's, it, it doesn't matter how smart you are. You cannot you know, light a wet match. Right. So I see that. And that's why I now do intro meetings before somebody comes on the show is because they may be really smart and then they're right. just telling a story too long or not very dynamic or whatever. Right. They're like Bueller, Bueller, like they're just really <laughs> boring. Right. So <laughs> So, but, and in my form, you'll notice, I asked what show you listen to, blah, blah, blah. So when you got to that stage, then you did the homework because you're like, okay, I'm, I'm getting down the funnel now. I better do my homework now. So I, yeah. I do extra homework than you do, but you do show up with homework ready and done when the time comes to play. Cause I've had show people show up for the intro meeting and then they're, they have no clue. Like they have no clue who I am or what the show is about. And I just say to them, like, I'm not here to start asking me questions. I'm like, I'm not here to do your homework for you. Like, don't, right. there's other people that want to be on my show. We have a waiting list and you, yeah. you want me to, cause you got these numbers, these vanity metrics. You want me to just let you on. Okay. But so that you boils do down to relationship, Chris, like right. I want you okay. to know that I genuinely do care about you and I care about the message that you have to share. And okay. I knew before coming on this show that we had so much alignment. It was like, I knew that right. you would like the work less, make more. I know who you talk to. And so, yes, I think that that at the root of what we're talking about here is people just looking at vanity metrics and not looking at having that true connection with people, because you don't want to set yourself up to come in and say, no, I don't know who you are. No, I've never listened to one of your episodes. Great way to meet a new friend. Yes. 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 Okay. Okay. So I'm not that bad of a human being where I get so annoyed with that. And then no, I had one guy no. and he was all like, well, then he got kind of defensive because he was asking me, quite frankly, silly questions. And then he's like, well, what are your, what are your numbers? Like, what are your downloads? I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't try yeah, to that make really you makes me irritated. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Yeah. No, no, no. That doesn't have anything like you, you want to be on my show. I'm not auditioning for you. Okay. All yeah. right. So what you're, you are saying is you have a different process, but in the foundation of that process, you do homework a little later than I do, but in the foundation of that process, you are saying, don't buy into the vanity metrics and be very purposeful and mindful about the relationship you're trying to build. So yes. show up being respectful yes. and educated. Yep. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. All right. So then what next? So you do the show. Where do you take us from there? So are you talking about post-show? Where does this relationship go? Well, you just tell us because I disagree to several things you said. So you tell me <laughs> where you want to, where you want to go next. <laughs> Oh gosh. Well, there's a few things, you know, we have clients that come on board and they hire us and they say like, you know, obviously you're going to get me booked on podcast. And you talk about this being a relationship. Well, what the heck does 
you know, what is a relationship? How do you build a relationship? And I think it really happens when the recording stops, but before you've hung up the phone. And the very first thing that I I tell clients to do and that I always do, and I always laugh because as soon as we hit stop recording, I'm going to ask you this question, Chris, I'll just tell you now. I say, how can I be a valuable connection for you? Okay. This is a way to just start a conversation about things that are going on in your business. If you've really connected with the person, there may be opportunities that are present right now. You never know what's going to happen. I think this also sets the intention for a relationship because look, as a guest, I feel like I'm getting tremendous value by sitting here and being interviewed. You're pulling out everything that's genius about me to talk about in an episode. Mm. Like you're really giving to me right now. And it is not lost on me that this is an honor and a privilege to be invited into somebody else's space. The very first thing you need to do is ask, how can I be of value to you? And some ways that you can be valuable to somebody, you know, I've, I've had podcasts say, you know, I don't really know some ways that you can be a value is looking for ways to be a connector. You know, if it's a newer podcast host, do you know somebody that would be a really great person for them to interview? Do you know somebody that they could network with? Like, how can you just make networking connections? That's an easy way. If there's no like explicit, Hey, come into my, you know, coaching group and be a guest expert or be a joint venture partner, you know, connection and Cause that's what it's all about. Right. Like, cause I do struggle with that way. answer. When, when people ask me now, how can I be of service to you? And I think, well, you know what, I'm doing pretty good and I'm really happy. And I'm one of these people that just, I have more ideas than I can implement, but I'm always taking action on the ones I am. And like, yeah. I'm doing, I'm very consistent with my results. So right. I'm not sitting there scared and stammering. And so I always think it's really a polite it's to me, when somebody says that to me, it's often just like, Hey, how are you? And then you say, fine. Like I, I kind of don't mm. give back as much as I should on that well, answer. That's, that's the case where the, I think that as the podcast guest, you've just got to be creative and you have to be mm. committed to staying on that person's radar as well. You know, yeah. there's some other things here. Like how do you stay on the radar of somebody that's just interviewed one, you got to promote the episode and I yes. know that every podcast podcaster listening is going to be nodding their head. I tell our clients this, like you have just been given an opportunity to show up one. This is a way to show the podcast host, Hey, I'm putting myself out there and promoting and being part of this marketing for you, because I know that traffic means something to you, but also on the other end of it, do you know what that does to elevate the way that the people that are following you see you? When you're showing them all the places you're showing up as a guest, it also is great for your audience. So it really truly is a win-win. Yeah. Um, But you want to continue to show up on the radar of that podcast host, you know, getting on their email list and actually Mm. replying to some email blasts that come out, you know, tagging them on social media or commenting on some of their stuff on social media. If there are connections later along the line that come up and you feel like they should meet somebody that you know or whatever, making those introductions and- to, I feel like sometimes when I say this, it makes relationship feel a little bit stiff, but I put everybody in a spreadsheet so that nobody gets lost. You know, I was just you, thinking that I'm hold on. I'm talking as you talk. I love me. I'm supposed to not be interrupting you. Hold on. I just wrote that down. I'm like, Oh my God, you know what happens? <laughs> it's all about me people. It's my show. <laughs> so, you know, you know, what happens is, Oh my gosh, I'm sometimes over limited by structure, but on the other hand, You've been on somebody's show. And I was just thinking of you people, like I was on their show six months ago. We laughed, we had a great time. They sent me a thank you gift. I promoted the heck out of them. 
And it was all hot and heavy for like six weeks. And then of course I did a bunch of other shows and I did the same thing for them and they fell off the grid. And now I'm thinking, oh my gosh, they should be on my, you know, I have different lists, what I call my business buddy lists or whatever, where like, I want to make sure we stay intact. So yeah, it's no, it's, it's an inventory of success really. So if you had a spreadsheet, then they're always going to be top of mind and you could be chiming in. So that's what I just did. I was like, oh no, I need a spreadsheet. I didn't think of that because I knew to do everything you're saying, but then it's like an assembly line. The next person replaces the last person when yeah. you're doing 200 episodes, right? First in, first out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I actually have like some notes, some questions that I ask okay. myself after I've talked to somebody that I answer okay. and okay. you know, it's how it, can this person serve me? How can I serve that person? And you know, sometimes Chris, like it's like watching where you were featured and then coming back and being like, Oh, Hey, Chris, how did you get on James Stramko's show? You never know if you had a good connection with somebody, what doors that they're going to open up down the line that maybe you could go through as well. It, so there's always looking for like leveraging opportunities, but again, like this has to be rooted in relationship building. Mm. And I can't come back to you in a year and be like, Hey, Chris, how did you show up on uh, James Shramko's show? Can you open that door for me? You'd be like, Kristen, I haven't heard from you in a year. No way you can ask me for a favor right now. Okay. I have to tell this story. We'll whisper because in case this person's listening to the show, <laughs> so. I had somebody last week and she just met me and she wants me to be on her show. So she reached out. I'm like, okay, fine. So we have a little meeting because she wants me to be on her show. We're not talking five minutes and I'm whispering everyone. We're not talking five minutes. I don't know her. I don't even know her last name yet. She reached out to me and she's like, oh, I was wondering if you could give me an introduction to Kevin Harrington from the, one of the original sharks from Shark Tank because he was on my show. And I said, oh my gosh, I am not in a position to ask Kevin for favors. Like, like, are you, I don't even know you, Never mind if I did like you, are you, are you on drugs? Like, even if I could ask Kevin for a favor, I wouldn't be like random person. I just met, like, I don't even know your last name. So yes. But again, I, I don't feel sometimes that I feel like I don't know if we're wasting the listeners time because I feel like saying, do you need to tell somebody that? Like, is that just not something that you should know? Don't ask for that. Yeah, it has to be rooted in connection because that's when you can ask for those favors. I mean, think about your true business bestie or somebody that you really have given value to when they open a new door, they're more than happy to say like, Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this thing. I just did. I want to, I want you to come through that door with me, but that only happens if you are genuine. And you know, the reason that I came across this is because when I started podcasting, it wasn't about generating leads. It was actually about just talking to entrepreneurs about how entrepreneurship doesn't have to be so hard. So I stumbled upon this because in my heart was this like philanthropic reason I wanted to be a podcast guest. But what's really been highlighted for me is when people don't come in with the intent to serve, everything falls apart. Right. Okay. So you had on your little list, because now we're all focused on that. You said, serve me, serve them. And was there any other questions on that? Because I I wildly interrupted you. (laughs) Yes, yes. Okay, how can I serve them? How can they serve me? Um, Who are any people in my network that I could connect them with? 
who are any people in their network that I would be like, that I would like to be connected with. Now, okay. can I unpack that a little bit? If there's somebody, you know, like the person that asked you to introduce them to Kevin, you've <laughs> got to really think about how to tee up these conversations because, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking like, man, that person had balls. Like I kind of a little bit am like good for you, but also like, can you temper yourself a bit here? Yeah, yeah. So you have to figure out or assess like, how big of an influencer am I asking them to give me the key to? And yeah. how much of a relationship do I have established with this person? Because right. there is a snowball effect that happens with being a podcast guest. You know, if you want to be, we're going to throw James Shramko out there again. If you want to be on James Shramko's, you know, podcast, how can you start meeting people that know James Shramko and like positioning yourself to get that door. He's open. not sponsoring this show, just by the way. Maybe I shouldn't say it so much, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I should they all it, left uh, this. They have all Joe stopped listening. Schmo. They're over at his show now because you oh, said no. it so many times. Joe, here, I'm going to say it. Joe Schmo, you can like put that edit okay. it over. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do some fancy editing. Um, okay. So again, though, I'm. A, I, this is where I think I'm a bad human being because I feel like saying, you know what? You shouldn't have to teach people that. You really just shouldn't. You shouldn't have to know not to ask them such well, a big favor you know but i've been accused knock of my, on your door yeah, yeah but i've been accused oh sorry we've got the same speech pattern every time we both go to speak we talk over each other oh my god <laughs> and that's my big thing i'm working on i've done it 12 times okay i now i don't even know what i was gonna say never mind continue <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And the last thing is to write down personal details. Sometimes okay. personal details come out. You know, I've talked to people and we talk yeah. about, you know, oh, my three-year-old did this thing or, you know, oh, something else happened. And I'll, I'll give you an example. I actually did an interview on my son's third birthday. I did it while he was taking a nap. When I scheduled it, I didn't realize what I was doing. So I ended up scheduling an interview and I mentioned it to the guy that was interviewing me. And when he followed up with me a month later um, to like give me the episode recording, he said something about taking time out of my day on my son's third birthday. And what it said to me was like, oh my gosh, she was listening to me. It wasn't all about business. It was also about just getting to know me as a human and, and, and humanizing the connection that we had by bringing up my three-year-old. And that detail actually was like, wow, it really stood out to me. And so this guy's name, like this guy, he just stands out in my mind because of that thing. So I write down a few personal notes so that I can, you know, later on bring up a, com a fluid conversation. That's a really good point. Another little thing that I do is I take a screen capture of them. Just, it doesn't even have to be pretty, but because you remember faces, right? Yes. And I did this one, <laughs> this will show you, even though I'm pretty organized and I have a spectacular memory, but people are annoyed with my memory. I did have these two uh, women speaking on similar topics and they resembled each other. They actually both had funky hair and whatever. And one in passing conversation was telling me about these weighted blankets. And because, you know, I'm high energy, but that also means you have trouble sleeping. Anyhow, it was life-changing. Oh my gosh, if you ever weighted blankets, I get nothing back on this, but check it out. And, and she gave me a particular brand name. So then I was like, I got it. I didn't believe her. I'm like, okay, let's try this. So then a month later, I sent an email like, oh my gosh, you are so right. This is life-changing. I can't believe this, blah, blah, blah. I got a weighted blanket. And the person replied, who was not the person who said that to me. And she said, that's wonderful. I'm so happy you're sleeping. Thanks for sharing this with me. And then I realized, oh, you're, how wonderful of you to care about my sleep. This has nothing to do with anything that you and I talked about, right? So luckily she thought it was funny. I mean, it wasn't a big deal. It was just like, okay, so you're right. These notes do matter because I was all 
wanted to thank that person for giving me a tip. And I dove as I often do mid conversation into an email, like best of friends. And she doesn't know what I'm talking about. Right. So, okay. These are really good points. Oh my gosh. Our time went so super quickly. All right. Give us a final thought of what we should know because man, we've got lots of good stuff here. (laughs) Oh gosh. I feel like I'm just going to repeat what I have been repeating. And that is when you want to be a guest on somebody's podcast, think about it in terms of a relationship with the host. How can you show up in a way that you're going to make the host's life easier? So, you know, delivering an episode that's going to be impactful to their audience. How can you show them that you genuinely care about what they're doing? And then how can you, you know, make sure that you maintain this relationship moving forward and highlight for that person, even beyond the recording, how this is about more than just getting exposure to their audience. So be in service to the other person that's at the foundation of building an impactful and I would say profitable relationship with somebody. Wise words from one of my new best business buddies, friends, Kristen Molinar, as we wrap up the show and I'm using my new radio voice. (laughs) (laughs) It's been spectacular. Those are really good points. And I, and the best shows for me and the ones that people like the most are when I'm learning, especially when I'm resist, not resistant to learning. Let me rephrase that because I'm never, ever resistant to learning, but especially when I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure this is the, this is the way we're going to go. And then like, oh, okay. You got me at the end there. Okay. Kristen, you are spectacular. Where can people reach you? So you can check our website out at yesbossva.com. We offer done for you services there. And then the only place I hang out is LinkedIn. Every other social platform drives me crazy, unfortunately. Okay. (laughs) Check her out on LinkedIn. Tell her you heard us, heard her on this show. Please. And uh, until the next episode, Kristen, thank you very much for your time. We so appreciate you. Thank you, Chris. It was such a pleasure. Hey guys, don't miss out. Hop on over to free gift from chris.com. That's free gift G I F T from Chris K R I S.com. We are constantly putting goodies in there just for you guys so that you can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it.